All right. How you doing, man? How's it going? Sorry, I'm fucking around with stuff. Sorry, mate. My uh, yeah. internet's a bit shitty at the minute, so I don't know if it go off. Why is that? The updating stuff, like? Oh, mate, it's fucking... I don't know what's going on with it. It keeps cutting out just randomly. Uh, I checked the, the diagnostics, and it's all fine. And that. But, yeah, yesterday, Rag popped round, uh, and just as Chelsea kicked off, the fucking internet went off. Oh, good. He was it had been fine all day. Did it not come and back then, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did, it did. And it was fine. And it was fine for us tonight until I was watching Narcos. And there was this bit where it had been building up to this big, like, siege. And they were just about to do it. And I was getting well hyped. And the fucking internet went again. Look. That's so annoying, it? That was one of the two worst times yesterday. It was just like, oh, fuck sake, man. So it'll yeah. probably go at some point during this, I would imagine. Just to piss me off even more. At all, yeah. That's well annoying. Man. Yeah. I feel I feel how you get harassed. What, yeah, region? With the anger. I mean yeah. the anger just washes over you, just like, oh I know. my god. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. It's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. What have you been doing to keep busy? Sitting around. Uh, it's like Groundhog Day most days. It's fuck off. It's um <laughs> Flies are so as soon as you open the door or window, they're just woof straight in. Um, I know. Again, but, um, I said to yeah. so, as soon as I open something, they come in. I know, and you yeah. actually told them, but yeah, it's just I've got two windows fucking wide open. It's gone to the middle bit that doesn't open. It's just keep banging into it. I know. Like I know. It's just, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do you hear that? No. No. That bottle just went crack like that. I shot myself. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you end up talking to them like as if it's like, like because I've got no one else to talk to during the day. So uh, I'm, like, I'm watching TV, they fly, and I'm like, why do you come in here? You need to leave now, or I'll hit you with that. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? I've been, I've been doing exactly the same. I'm just like, I've left the door open for you, and you're just going around in circles in front of the telly. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I know. I know. I might Flat keep that until it fly. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just do what they do, just run around the house, just like I'm crashing the walls and everything, just do it all day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just apart from, I just um, go to try to go with my walks and runs and stuff, and I'm obviously got my laptop, so I'm trying to keep busy on that, but it's hard to stay focused, it really is. I mean, it's, it's really not easy, even though there's no, no real distractions, to stay focused for like three, two, two or three hours. And, then, and yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we were talking about that same thing yesterday, Greg. Yeah, we literally were, yeah. You just, it's just, yeah, it's, you know, you sit and read for a bit or sit and watch something for a bit and then all of a sudden you just get fucking agitated. And I know. Like, I know. I need, yeah. I need, I need, I need to, you need the coffee shops to be open here. It's like, so you can like at least go there for a few hours and sit there and just like plug away at stuff. But I, I, I mean, I, I tidy the kitchen three times a day. Yeah. Literally. Constantly washing up, constantly hoovering. Everything. Yeah, but you do make a mess, so you probably need to. And you... You probably like every meal you make. You use like every pan, every. Utensil. Well, that's it because I'm I'm making nice food and stuff. It's like it's like constantly. I mean, it's like constantly washing up and steeping pots and everything. It's just <laughs> I can't do it. I'm gonna get takeaways from now. Like
Bum, 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 guess who's back? Back again. Football's back. Tell your friends. Yes, it's back. 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 I know. I was oh, going to say. Yeah. I'm fucking strong back here, man. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Football Humans in Isolation. Here we are. We got some football to talk about, boys. It's back, yes. Yeah. Um, let's kick things off with crowd noise or no crowd noise. What's the general consensus of watching the football that is back? I mean, well, yeah. Do you want to start, Ross? <laughs> nah, you go. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say, because I'll be quite brief with this, it doesn't bother me that much, because you guys and then a few other WhatsApp groups are all saying the same thing. Before I even turned on, they're saying, this crowd noise is shit. But I, I didn't even know, when I turned it on, I thought, well, this just sounds like a crowd to me. It just sounds like a, a normal game. But I know what you mean, it's kind of like, it's not, it's not right. So I, I turned it over to the actual other one, and there's nothing. And I thought, do you know what, there's no crowd there, I may as well just watch this. And I didn't mind it, like, it's just like watching, so you can actually hear what's been said and stuff as well. So I just kept up on that, but either way, I'm not that bothered. If you don't have well, crowd noise, it's like you're watching, like, a practice match in, yeah. like, a school hall or somewhere. Like, it's just, it's so random. Whereas when you do have the crowd noise, I think it just, yeah, it just adds a little bit of, atmosphere for you to watch it i actually think with crowd noise is better well when i first watched the i mean the first game villa sheffield united i had to switch the crowd noise off straight away because it was like it was actually making me feel a bit like anxious and be like what the fuck's going on it's just like because but since then i watched i then watched the rest of the games without um the the crowd noise until the uh, the game on Saturday, I can't remember what it was. I watched the Palace one with it on BBC, and it was quite good. And I watched BT's one, and that was quite good. So I wondered if it was Sky, because they seem to have got it all right. But then we watched the one with Sky yesterday, and it was actually not bad. So I think it's just getting used to it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind the job <laughs> of, of changing the sounds and... Like in the Liverpool game, there were there were like Liverpool chants and stuff you could you could hear like they were playing. Yeah, yeah, they do do that. Yeah. As as a sound technician, I reckon it'd be a quite a cool job to be like oh like DJ in the fucking crowd and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Doing the ooze, yeah. have a new button. It definitely a... um it definitely adds a bit more to it because obviously with the training games and plus you know the first games understandably have not been very good quite. You know, has it, been, has it been a letdown? Has it been like no, not at all. waiting for football to come back? It's come back. Maybe I'm talking because I just watched a Merseyside derby, which was probably the most boring game I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But I mean that that one that one was particularly bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the Villa Sheffield United one was was pretty poor as well. Um, but some of them have, some have been have been entertaining. I mean, um, the Man United uh, Spurs, no, Man United Spurs, no, Spurs Man United, sorry, I'm trying to get it right for you, Ross. Um, Spurs Man United game was, was enjoyable. There was bits of that that were good. Um, I, I quite enjoyed the Brighton Arsenal game as well. 
thought that was good on. Did you enjoy that because Arsenal are so bad, it's laughable? Uh, I mean, it was laughable, yeah. But I just, I just don't know how they are so bad all of a sudden. It's just like... it's the players. It's the same shite that, that Emery first and now Arteta has been mostly kind of left with. I know, I know Emery signed a few players and stuff, but I don't think the guys like Gwen Doozy and stuff were the main, the main problem. I think it's, it stems back to... <clears throat> I mean, Ozil's not been playing, though. I think, I think there's too many guys like him that are just names that, that are not contributing what they should be contributing and are quite happy just to like uh, go along with emotions. If they get beat, they get beat. If they win, they win. Um, and I, I think they've got, Arteta's desperate for a clear-out. I think he deserves a, um, yeah, that and a bit of money to spend to try. Because Arsenal have been boring for years and years and years, haven't they? They've been just... Well, it's out. just they haven't, for a long time, they haven't had... Players with uh, with fight, do you know what I mean? With a bit yeah. of bottle, that they're, they're like crying out for that old defence they used to have. Do you know what I mean? Uh, or, or like some, someone like Vieira in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Just something totally, totally. Just some yeah. Leadership with a bit, bit of steel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and playing a Bamyang out in a wing just really doesn't doesn't do it for me. I don't yeah. know. What, but then. But then he did. He doesn't have any support, and it, you know, if he doesn't score, he's not really in the game. Is he? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's attitude. So, you can see it. Through, it's kind of permeates through the team. It's that attitude. Yeah. They're not. They're not desperate for. Not desperate for the ball and desperate to win. Just um, just so I can put the. I need to keep refreshing my Twitter today because I've got lots, lots going on in, in my. Sorry, I've got the body. Southwest on the playground right next to the house here. Um, <coughs> yeah. Um, a break, breaking news a player has left Chelsea after six years. William? No, Pedro. 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 No. No. Uh, I'll give you a clue. I've never heard of him. <laughs> His name Mario Pasalic. Yeah, yeah. He's been playing abroad. Yeah. He's been on loan right. ever since we bought him. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of him. He's away at Atalanta. So has he, has he ever yeah. played a game for Chelsea? No, he's never he's never made a single no. appearance of him. So why'd you buy him then? Why not? No, I don't know. He, he was one of them that was supposed to be like a hot prospect when he was younger. But it just never really worked out. We've got a few of them. Like, just, yeah. So I remember Charlie Masonda as well. He was at Celtic oh. for a bit. I don't know. He was maybe the next never... best thing and stuff. But he, 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 I think he only played a few yeah. games or something. Um, yeah. But he, his, he, his problem is like... He, He's not not put any weight on. He still looks the same as he did five years ago. Yeah. So, he's um, very awesome. Yeah, he's he's just, <coughs> yeah. Fair play to him, though. He's got to move to Atlanta for Salik. So, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, good on him. What else has blown up on your Twitter, John? Uh, I'm just... Obviously, there's been a lot of news for me, like, in the last 20, 24 hours. Well, not even that. The uh, last 12 hours. So well, then, um, take us through it. Why, why, why don't you explain it to us? Well, I mean... I'm, I'm in two minds with the whole thing. I mean, the, the, the one reason I'm, I'm quite happy and quite excited is because it's a bit of it's news, isn't it? It's gossip. Now I can start talking about, oh, who's going to be bringing his coaches? Who's going to be, who's the number one targets for players? Basically, your hearts are yes. There, there was no rumours at all up until about a half an hour before it was released. It was just like some, some guy from the Daily Mail said, yeah, Baker News just heard that um, hearts have made Robbie Nielsen the prime target as manager. And then the, the, I've, I've been told the deal is close. And then I'm like, surely not. And, stuff. and then all of a sudden it was around all the, the forums and stuff and Jambos took back and everything and then all of a sudden BBC Sport 
were like breaking news, Hearts approach. I'm like, that's mad. And then, and then all of a sudden it said, deal's done. The Hearts announced it shortly. And then the Hearts on the website that announced he's the new manager. So and explain, that, why, is it, why is it mad? Why is this guy well, mad? Well, because it's coming out of nowhere. And I think, like, I mean, first of all, we don't even know what division we're in. I mean, we, nobody knows what's happening. When people are back, like, what's, what's, what's going on? Like, and I think, um, I mean, there's been, I mean, obviously, I mean, this well publicised like, like Scottish football, what's been going on for the last four months. I mean, it's still, still up in there now, now because, I mean, tried not just Hearts, Rangers, Hearts, and and uh, the SPFL eventually went to the clubs to try and get some sort of reconstruction, um, but most voted no, and there was no reason for. I mean, everyone knows how Scottish football has plummeted in the last twenty five years, and this is a chance really to expand the leagues. Bringing sponsorship that like Sky and others are saying well, this is what you should be doing stuff. Bigger leagues, more exciting. Try try and catch up with England a bit again. But the the, the clubs are just they're, they're so they're look after themselves. And I suppose in a way you got to, but nobody's looking at the bigger picture. And I think the, the SPFL had to step in and say, I'm sorry, there are going to be people unhappier, but the, for the for Scottish people to move forward and try and create some a decent game for now and generations to come, we've got to start making changes. They've not done that, so. Um, so yeah, so we don't know what's going to be happening, but yeah, so um, yeah, so I mean, regarding the I mean, are you happy? I, 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 I don't know yet. Seem a little bit kind of like, uh, well, well, we've had them before, and the thing is, like, this is why it's, it's a bit strange because he did a good job for you before, right? Well, he did because I mean, obviously, we were administration back then, we're in the championship with Rangers and Hibs, and we we won the league by about 25 points that year, we won the league at the start of March. And then we got straight back into the Premier League and we finished third. And then halfway through the second season, we were second in the league. We just pumped Rangers and he left uh, to go to MK Dons. But folk at the time, everyone was like, well, why would he go to MK Dons? And it was, it was a situation where it's like, well, Bournemouth aren't a better club than Celtic, but some people would choose Bournemouth because of the possibilities of English football and the way he can actually step up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the case where he thought, I've just romped the league with hearts. I'm, I'm, I've done it when I can there, just now, basically I can so I'm going to go to England, start small, just work my way up. He, he thought he was going to be, within a year, he'd be in the Championship, within another year, he'd be in the Premiership. Um, probably a bit inexperienced. And he's not a bad manager, but um, things haven't worked out for him. But he's now... What, what, happened him, what happened to him after that? Uh, well, no, he, he wasn't given time, because basically he, he went in and he said um, it's been the same kind of squad. And they had like loads of guys there, probably guys... No, them. What's the left back? There was loads of guys there that had been there for years, and they were all in the mid thirties. He went in and just said, "You're all going. I'm, I'm bringing a new team," and it just upset the whole club apparently, and it upset the the chairman and stuff. He didn't agree with it and stuff, and he was kind of isolated, and the, the players weren't playing from, and he left after like ten months or something. But the, the thing about Hearts was we wanted, well, not we. It was about eighty percent of the fans wanted them out anyway because we, the football was shite. And unlike any other manager, we felt that no matter how Hearts had playing, like or what they've been doing over the last hundred years, we always beat Hibs. And his record against Hibs was terrible. And and then in 2016, the, we, we played Hibs in the like fourth round of the Scottish Cup, and we we're two and up after about 15 minutes. And then it was his old tactics, which I think he's learned from Levine. But it's like, and you saw it the other night with Mourinho with Spurs. You score, and then you sit back the rest of the game. You don't, you don't see them attack. You just sit back behind the ball. You know it never works. It's, it's funny you should say that because obviously, you know, Mourinho being at Chelsea, I've seen a lot of that. So I had messages from Chelsea mates being like, "Oh, Mourinho's at it again," yeah, and it did, it bit him in the arse. 
Because it's like, don't, yeah. it never works. It never, Some ever works. Are famous for it. So Craig Levine's famous for up here, Marino's famous for it down there. So eventually, Hibs were a shite team. And Hearts just sat back. And if, if you sit back for an hour, they're eventually going to get a couple of chances. Yeah. So uh, they do the game 2-2. Yeah. I mean, it's fair, it's fair enough sitting back for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, but not like a whole half of football. Yeah, and that's what it was. And that's what we were sick of. It ended up joining the game 2-2, played the replay, got beat the replay at Easter Road. Hibs went on to win the cup for the first time in 100, 114 years over. So there was a lot of, bitter, there was a lot of bitter, bitterness towards Nielsen then. That's when the, the, the plane started flying over Tynecastle being like, no bottle, no style, Nielsen out. And, and, and yeah, it was a style of play. It was too much of that kind of, you're home at Patrick Thistle, you're home at Dundee. And we've got a good team. We've got back in the by decent players. So you, you go 1-0 up after 10 minutes and then you sit back and 50% of the time you win the game 1-0. But sometimes, I've seen it, I've seen it three times in this in the space of about two months. Parkinson, Dundee and Kilmarnock and the game finished 1-1. All scored late goals. And I'm like, why the fuck do we keep sitting back against this shite? So it was kind of, we, we, as supporters-wise, we wanted a change. We wanted someone coming with a bit more, wanted to play football, attack and a nice style of football. And it's not what three managers, it's not worked out since. It's fair to say that Stendhal never, got, Stendhal never really got a, a, a real bite of the cherry, he inherited this shite that's been going on for years. And yeah, I feel a bit sorry for him though. He he took out when this whole the pandemic kicked off, he went back to Germany. He, he, like he was offered a 50% pay cut and he said, No, just don't pay me anything and we'll sort it out when I come back. And he was in the paper last week saying, like, although like, like he was the reason he was that last is to like they try and get up and challenge all the fun and stuff. He said he said that he was he's so happy at the club that if they're in the championship, he'll stay in the championship and he'll take a fifty percent pay cut. But then Dan Butch kept going, Oh well, we'll see, you know, we'll see and stuff. And then she was asked about it. And she was like, Well, we'll see. And I could tell I was like, she doesn't want him there. Like she like, so what, what was the consensus between the fans? Did they did they want him gone or did they? No, it was, a bit, it was more, more people wanted him to stay. Yeah, I think everyone like liked his style of football, but the problem was it wasn't it wasn't coming across well because the players were shite. So he was starting to see we're attacked with pace and numbers, but we're attacking with pace and numbers who are players that are just nowhere near good enough and and are not nowhere near that level. So what we wanted really what I felt that he should have got was time to. Again, get rid of about thirty players and bring in another kind of twenty players that we've been doing the last six years. It's now over a hundred players that we've been brought in. Wow. I mean, and it's going to have to happen again. Nielsen's going to come in and go, "Yeah, this is this is absolute shite." Like, how how you've let Levine bring in all these guys who are just nowhere near good enough? It's unbelievable. So, so uh, what's the consensus of uh, uh, Nielsen coming in? Is I mean, is it, it's, um... well, on, basically on the on the main the main forum, the Jambos Kickback, the main one, they had a vote and. 91% said they, said they were happy with it. But there was only two options. Are you happy about it? Are you not? I think that's pretty it? positive. <laughs> but the comments, uh, it was exactly what I felt because the comments are like, people put, well, I put happy, but I, there should have been like a meh button. Like, like, <laughs> like, 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 do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not annoyed. I'm not annoyed, but I'm not happy. I'm just kind of like, it's, it's kind of a, a sideways step and maybe it's a good possibility, but so we'll see what happens. Time will tell. But um, yeah, I mean, they're bringing in the sporting director. It's supposed to be uh, bringing a sporting director now, and it's, uh, apparently it's going to be announced this week. It's going to be David Weir, um, who no ex Hearts Rangers Everton and stuff. So he's going to be yeah, yeah, director. yeah. That's, then, that's that's a good one, man. Yeah, and they're getting a chief executive as well. And Bud's going to start step aside to be chairwoman, but they want a full time chief executive like to take the club forward. And as this guy mentioned, Adrian Bevington, who used to work for the English FA, you heard of him? Heard of him. 
so yeah, there's, there's names been thrown about for that. So it's yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a mad time. Like in in, in general, it's just kind of like, I can't really get my head around it, and I don't really know what to make of it. It's, it's kind so of what's that? Yeah. So what's what's going on with the whole league? That is it. Is it done and dusted then, or is it? The last try for the reconstruction was a couple of weeks ago, and they said that, but, but most clubs they said no to it, but they couldn't give a reason for it. But so it's been so frustrating. You, you guys were. It doesn't affect them, probably. <laughs> well, exactly. But they, well, the thing is, that's the that's the thing. We're saying if it doesn't affect you, so what's the fucking problem? And the nobody would come out and say what it was. It was all. They've had these guys on the the like sports side, like the like the Scottish Rules podcast and stuff, and the the Scottish version of like Sunday supplement on the radio and everything. And the the guys are coming out like and just saying like like oh basically what they're saying is is it's because it's Hearts because it means we have to save Hearts and fuck Hearts basically that's what they're saying. Hearts aren't a popular club for a lot of clubs. I don't know why, but they're just not. So they had the Cowden Beach chairman on Donald Finlay, who's also a, a a big lawyer, and he was like. Um, they were like, um, like, what's the problem? They're pushing up. But most of his answers, the guys were laughing at the Scottish journalists and Craig Levine was on. They were actually, Craig Levine was actually quite good. Like, he's a smart guy, but just not a manager of hearts. But they were just laughing. They're like, what, what are you going on about me? Like, and he said, um, like, they were saying, the, the, whole, the bigger picture here, forget anything else, the biggest, bigger picture is to advance Scottish football and try and make it, the, try and make it as best as it can be. And, uh, and Donald Finlay was like, well, I mean, I've been going to the games for 60 odd years and I've hated how Scottish football is run and I've never trusted who's run it. Um, and the league should be a bit, a bit bigger and it should be this and that. And they said, well, but you've just had the chance to vote for that. And you've said no. Well, yeah, but... And, and he said, well, but why, if, if you think that it's not been run well and you think there's, you don't trust people involved in it, and then someone said to you, we can go and investigate it. We'll investigate what's been going on here. And you don't want that. He goes, no. I don't want that. And they were like, they were laughing. They're like, what, what, what are you talking about then? He goes, well, because I got told that there was, there was um, I got told there was um, something, um, um, corruption going on. I just don't think there is. It's like, but you just said there is. Well, no, I never said that, but anyway, <laughs> what's the problem? So anyway, but I knew what the problem was anyway. I was waiting for someone to see it. Donald Finlay was Rangers chairman for 15 years when all that shite was going on. <laughs> so there's obviously shit on him that he doesn't want anyone to see. <laughs> so if there's an investigation, he's in fucking big trouble. And that's what it all stems to. So it's all it's just it's just it's just it's just toxic throughout. Toxic throughout. And it's just and anyone I've asked about it, like any hip support mates, they're all it's the same shit. Well fuck hearts, why should we help you? But now they're bang in trouble with money, and a lot of clubs are, but because hearts aren't, they're gonna start saying, Well, better help it. And we'll we'll just go, fuck you, man. Why why should we help you? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna go around the circles like that, because it's just because and what it needs is somebody at the top to be like, I'll take control here, this is what's happening, and we'll move on. But they can't. It's so frustrating. It's childish. I think, I think you, should, uh, you, should, you should take charge, Ryan. <laughs> Say what? Yeah, you you take what? charge. You should take Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. What, what would you do? How would you re reconstruct the leagues? Um, well, I think the problem is it's, it's too late to change a lot of things anyway because I think the, 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 the leagues are far too big for, well, the amount of professional teams in Scotland is far too big. You've got 42 professional teams who call themselves professional, but they're really, if they played in England, they'd be the eighth team in England. They're, they're semi-professional teams, right? They, they pay, like, part-time wages. I'm talking about 20-odd teams here, like that. So, for instance, like, one of the votes was to like reconstruct it. We bring in, we bring up um, Brora Rangers and Kelty Hearts from the uh, the Highland League and the Southern League, like where it's like uh, the part time leagues basically, and the mm. um, the League Two. 
And the reason that was voted against it, and they asked a few clubs why. So Albion Rovers was one, and they said, why have you voted against this? Well, what's your problem? And they went, well, Brora Rangers, that's, I'm not, I'm not, that's too far to travel. <laughs> it's like, what? that's what they said. It's too far to travel. I'm not, I'm not, it's not near Aberdeen, I'm not going up there. That's, that's, so that's the reason we can't move forward as a country. Not just as clubs. I mean, we've not been to our European finals for the last 20 odd years. It's because we're letting clubs like Cowden Beath and Arby and Rovers decide how we move forward. They're saying, no, I don't want that. Do you, yeah. can you imagine, can you imagine like English football for Sky and all your deals and all your, your buildings that come in? It's like, this is what's happening, this is what's happening, VR, this and that. Yeah, yeah. What about all. when fucking, what is it, when Exeter and Hartlepool have to play and stuff like that? I know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, and there was the um, Torquay and Hartlepool before. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah, in Carlisle. I mean, that's fucking that. miles away. Yeah. 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 So, so, it's like, so it's like saying, sorry guys, we're not having any of that because Exeter and Port Vale aren't happy about it. It's like, well, fuck them. Who gives a shit what they think? But in Scottish football, <laughs> we have to respect it. Do you know what I mean? Imagine well, if uh, you, you got a Champions League draw and you got drawn against Shakhtar the next. You just like, nah, too far. Do no, it again. No, 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 no. Do it again. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll play Ajax, again. but I'm not playing anyone else. Ajax is fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, just or Roma, because I've always wanted to go to Rome. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's it. But I'm not, I'm not going anywhere else, yeah. Turn it into a holiday. It'll be all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, my washing's just fallen over. Two seconds, lads. Amuse yourself. <laughs> The clothes, just horse. The, clothes horse up, no? the, the clothes horse is the wind's blowing it over and the clothes fell off it. So if I just shake off the mud off the t shirts and put them back on. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. So What's your clothes horse called, John? Say again? What's your clothes horse called? <laughs> Dave? You got you got a name, haven't you? It's, it's a horse. You got it's gotta give it a name. Red Rum. Red Rum. Red yeah, I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Shelgar. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um. Is it Shagger or Shagger? Shagger. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's 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 my kind of rant. Kind of tried to be a, a condensed down as, as as much as possible. But it's yeah. So anyway, so there's no. We're not moving any further forward, really. But we've got a new margin, so it's. A, so to answer my question, are you happy? You would probably say. Nah. Meh. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's better, I think if you wanted to change, there's better options out there, but I think, I mean, to finish it off, if we were in the championship and the guy who's won the championship the two times he's been there, but by about 25 points each, he's probably the best guy to get out of the championship. But he's got to change his philosophy. Who else did he get? Who else did he get out of the championship? Dundee United this year. No, oh, right, yeah. Fine. Yeah, you probably you take him like say say fair hands to get you back in the Premier League. Probably, I mean, he knows the club. He played for Hearts. He was captain of Hearts. So he's he's spent about twenty years of his life at Hearts. So yeah, but so did Levine. So, so. since uh, since MK Dons, did he sort of like go straight to Dundee United or within about six months? Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So yeah, you know, he's done all right there, and he's obviously you know. He stayed there yeah, a few every, years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, every manager feels, and he's still, he's only just turned 40, so he's still a young manager, so it's, I mean, I mean, yeah. How old was he when he managed you then? Say again? He was, he was 34, he just turned 34 when he, he managed us. All oh, right. Young manager. 
So, Rag, uh, when or if uh, are Liverpool going to win the league? I actually think <laughs> Liverpool are playing so poorly, we will probably draw the next sort of like three or four games and win the league with a whimper. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. we should have lost against Everton. Everton had the better chance. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, they were poor. They didn't really, didn't really create that many chances. I thought the passing was a bit off. I mean, they had 70% of possession. And, like, to have 70% of possession and not create real clear-cut chances, I mean, it's a bit dire, man. Mate, you speak, you're speaking to a Chelsea fan. I know exactly what you're on about. Then. I know we watched the <laughs> Chelsea-Aston Villa. That was shocking when Aston Villa scored, wasn't it? It was totally against yeah. the play. But, yeah, I mean, we used it. But that's what happens, though, because people sit behind the ball, and that's what happens with Liverpool, wasn't it? So, and then... It, I mean, Everton could have nicked it at the end, couldn't they? It's, yeah, it's one of I forget who it was. One of the pundits was saying, mainly because the crowd aren't there. It might have been Danny Murphy on Match of the Day or something, or Phil Neville, one of them. Like, because the crowd aren't there, willing, like, your team on and maybe, like, pushing Everton on, it meant that maybe they were more focused and disciplined in how they were set up. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Get carried away with trying to chase the game and try that it meant yeah, that no. keep their shape, get the men behind the ball, and didn't. Yeah, they were focused throughout, and I I kind of yeah, I, I thought, thought that. that that was good bit of analysis. That I thought, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It does make sense because if if you play like, like I mean, like Ras was saying, the Hearts, if you're playing like football where you just sat behind the ball. Eventually, the crowd starts to moan a little bit when it yeah, keeps yeah. going backwards, and you know, then it gives you know the players are thinking, "Shit, I can't keep passing backwards because they're getting on our backs." Yeah, but yeah, like you're saying, if there's you're no crowd, then getting on your back, you've just got basically a manager, yeah, dictating and stuff. I think it it probably did play into their hands. But, yeah, mm. makes sense. I just want, Talk I just want to win the league. I just want them to fucking. Do I know. It, you know. There's, there's still um, still records to go for as well, though, right? So they should be trying to, be trying to do that. Points, records, yeah, they should be doing all that, but... They can be, yeah. I mean, it was only set last year, but they can, they can break it, yeah. mate. Yeah, they could... I mean, it's not panic stations, but it's just... Before, oh, not before the pandemic started, we, we were on a dip of form. We were like, you know, we'd lost twice out of the Champions League things weren't like you know we weren't like hitting the kind of levels that we had been hitting and after this yeah, yeah. like little break and to go in and not look like we were like just going to blow away Everton like it, I don't know it was a bit as a fan it was a bit deflating it was a bit I don't know it was just I was bored it was dark yeah no I mean, it was a shite game, yeah. Just shite, isn't it? Really shite game. I, just, I was, yeah, I was really annoyed. You know, you cleared your schedule. You got, got yeah, your no. wife to like go in the other room and watch a film. So you've got the TV to yourself. You've got everything set up. This is your time. And then <laughs> to watch that boring shite is just annoying. <laughs> Think Klopp will go at the end of the season. You think who? Klopp. Nah, I don't think Klopp will go at end of season. No, I think I think we'll lose one of the front three. I think we'll lose Mane. 
I really do. I think like the team might start breaking up a little bit. I mean, you've, if you, you've won the league and the Champions League in the space of two years. So you're kind of like, folk might be like, well, I can't do much more in here. I want to go maybe experience something else. Not a lot of people will That's be like, what I mean. Oh, That's what yeah. I mean. So like some of the players, maybe, maybe Mane. Salah. Salah. Maybe, do you know what I mean? Like those kind of players might be like, oh, let's go test ourselves in Spain. Let's go. Nah, but there is that thing though. You know, there's, there's good teams that win the Premier League. But the outstanding great teams, they always class by winning back-to-back Premier Leagues, don't they? Don't yeah, they? that's true. Well, when, you know, who's done that, Michael? I don't, I don't know who's done that. What do you mean? Who's, who's Chelsea done, did that. Who's done that? Mourinho's Chelsea did that, mate, I back in the day. For a reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's true, though. To defend your... They might want to defend their Premier League. You never know. Yeah, I get, I, I get that. I think having... I think Klopp will for it, definitely. Brought them to such a level that I think there is another season, but whether a few stars might go, I don't know. You definitely need, you know, I, need creativity in that midfield because Henderson, Fabinho and uh, Keita are not, not creative midfielders. John, did no. you get a fly? Is, is it, no, was it not. What is it? A wasp? Fly? I've got it now. <laughs> Dead. So, uh, Dead. I'm sure the games will get better, but now that we've seen most most teams playing bar Burnley, uh, who who are we going for to go down? Uh, uh, Norwich. Norwich, Bournemouth. Norwich, Norwich, Bournemouth and West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, you're, you're both saying that? I, I want Watford, but I think it'll be I think it'll be Norwich, Bournemouth, and West Ham. Yeah. I think West. I think West Ham will go down. Uh, I think Watford. Yeah. Will yeah. Yeah. I mean, West Ham. Yeah, they didn't really show much. Did and the other two, Bournemouth and Norwich, just looked like they'd given up the fight already, haven't they? Yeah. What about Villa though? Oh yeah, Villa. No, I think, but I think Villa. Yeah. No. I, th- I think it'll be Norwich, Norwich, and Villa. Yeah. Nor- Norwich, Bournemouth, Villa. That's who I go for. But I. Bournemouth or West Ham, maybe interchangeable. Mm, yeah, I mean Bournemouth just didn't didn't look like anything. Yeah. Well, no, no offense to any uh, West Ham fans, but like I'd quite like it if West Ham went down. <laughs> really? Oh. Blakely won't be happy. Yeah, John Blakely won't be happy. But they're not playing. They're not playing great. I think they're they're a bit dire and like I just. After after the Tevez thing with Sheffield United, it's just a place in my heart that just says they deserve to go down. You know, you never forget they that. Went, didn't they go down after that, though? Yeah, but they can go down again, can't they? <laughs> nah, well, for me, West Ham, West Ham are a Premier League team. They, they're, like, they're one of the ones. To be fair, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think... As much all- as we've got a rivalry with them, it, it, you know... It's yeah, good time in the league. Really struggling though, aren't they? And I think I can't see Bournemouth getting out of it really. So I think West Ham will be safe. But the more interesting question: Who's going to get into the Champions League this year? So uh, there, you've got if City's ban is is upheld, City aren't going to be in the Champions League. Yeah, and then it goes to five, doesn't it? So. It goes to the fifth place. So you've got. 
Man United, you've got Chelsea, you've got Sheffield United. Who else you got? Been on a bad run. <clears throat> I think uh, I think Man United, Leicester. Chelsea, definitely. Um, Leicester. And then, Leicester. What? Sorry, yeah, Leicester. Leicester. Yeah, Leicester. Well, uh, it'll be yes, yeah, so it'll be yeah, Man City, Leicester, Chelsea. I'd say, and then if it's five, it'll probably be Man United because they are playing. They've been playing all right. Wolves as well. Wolves still make. Uh, oh yeah, you know, actually they, they yeah they caught up at the weekend, didn't they? So, yeah. If you had to put money on it right now, who are you saying? Well, I don't bet on Chelsea, sir. <laughs> well, if Man City, if Man City are loads, it'll be Man City less than Chelsea. If um, if not, then I might need a little sneak in. And being a Man United fan, John, are you happy with how the season's going? <laughs> are you are, are you pleased to see Paul Pogba back? Playing, you know what? Quite well, as a, as a as an outsider, as a, as a neutral, which I am, uh, Pogba on his day when he's um, no no pressure and line lights off him, he's he's such a good football player. Like like when he's yeah, in the he ball, is. you can't you can't get the ball off him, and he's, he 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 cuts through players like knife through butter sometimes. Some of his and, passing was brilliant. Like oh, different class, yeah, honestly. Yeah. So if he if he wants to stay and he's he's, he's he. He turns his attitude on and he's he's ready to stay and commit to the club. Then he's a great asset for Man United. It's like mm-hmm. it's like because I, I like Fred and I like McTominay, but if Pogba's there and Pogba's on form and he's he's committed, then it's like a whole different level to Fred and McTominay. And I everyone knows that, including Fred and McTominay. Do Man United is <laughs> the hair done? What what do we think? Oh, I can't believe we've not talked about the best part of football being back. What's that? Roy, Roy Keane's absolute oh, meltdown at so half-time about the head. The Maguire. Oh, that was brilliant. And, and Patrice Evra and uh, uh, Kelly Dalglish just didn't want to say a word for a, little, for a bit, did they? They're like, oh, don't, don't antagonise him. Don't antagonise him. <laughs> I think he does it for the because he knows that that's what he's famous for. And he, he wants a kind of that kind of attention a little bit. But to be fair, you can't argue with what he said. I mean, everyone was going, "Oh, that's hard to stop." Telling it how it is, like yeah, that's well, that's it. it you know? So Ever, Ever's really good pals with here, ex-teammates. So of course he's going to go, "Well, that's hard to stop." But then it's not. Like the, the thing is with the hair. To be fair, he saved Man United for about two or three years. Like Man United could have been slipping right down the league if it wasn't for so many of his saves. That oh yeah. Happened. Yeah, kept them in games, but at the same time, he's actually lost them quite a few points over the last eighteen months um, because of his. Uh, and it, and when, if you're not, if you're on a on a roll like that, where it's not just a bad couple of months or a bad few games, if it's a bad, consistently bad for eighteen months, I mean, the only way you're going is carry on going down. And they've got a ready-made replacement in Henderson, but he just signed a new deal, didn't he? Was it last year? He signed a new deal, so he's probably got about four hundred grand a week for the next four years. So. If they do decide they want to let him go, then they'll be a, Real Madrid and teams like that will be laughing because they'll, they'll be about a fraction of what they would have paid for him a, a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Henderson is. Do you think would you take Henderson over De Gea next season? No, I think he's unproven, but we'll, we'll see what happens. What makes him unproven? He's having a blinding season for Sheffield United, but I think in a different team. I think I think the expectations are much higher. I think. Any any mistakes that he's made or any, any goals that Sheffield United have lost, it's not necessarily highlighted uh, because you'd expect 
no disrespect to their great club and their big club, but if they lose a few goals, it's not really highlighted as much. But if Man United get beat two or three nil, they're going to they're dissect that performance. And nine times out of ten, it's either going to be center half to the keeper, mm. and it's going to be like and, and Henderson will start getting get dissected, and, and, and it turns out it might turn out that he's not as amazing as everyone thinks. But he's been he's been decent. He's been decent, but at a certain level. I think Harry Maguire is a certain level as well. Next yeah. season. You, you, you know, on the fan forums and stuff, John. That I know you, you, you're well in on the Man United fan forums. Like I couldn't tell you one forum. I couldn't tell you one. <laughs> <laughs> You'd take the hair next season. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Even though statistically he's right up there with um, sort of errors leading to goals and all that sort of thing. Like I, I think actually I think that. Yeah, he is. Like I was looking at that earlier. Like I forget who, who said it, but he, he's on the list now. Of this, <laughs> on the list <laughs> this season. The, list like, of the other goalkeepers like Leno. Leno's on the list for Arsenal. Um, and a couple of other. He's out for Leno. a year now, by the way. Crucial ligaments. He's out for a year. Is he really? Yeah. That's harsh, man. Yeah, that's what caused all that fight at the end of the game, isn't it? Yeah. There wasn't anything in that. It was just, it was just unfortunate the way he landed. But I mean, the point is, I mean, there's no going away from the mistakes that he has made. But I think, actually, if you had really decent, if Ferdinand and Viric were playing ahead of him, I don't think the mistakes, a lot of them, would have happened because I think that the situation defending wouldn't have been, would have been dealt with. But I think Maguire is yeah, so average. Yeah. I mean, that that Spurs goal, Matt Bergwin, he just just ran, ran right through them, and oh, even Lindelof was like completely out of position as well. Embarrassing. He tore him apart, didn't he? Tore yeah. him apart. Run for him so easily. Right. Goalkeeping errors leading to goals. Right. For the 2018-19, there's four players on seven. Right. David De Gea, yeah. Leno. Who are the two other goalkeepers? What do you reckon? Seven, seven errors leading to goals. Uh. One of them is screaming out, and I'm I'm pretty sure we all think he's bang average. Joe Hart, but he's not playing, is he? <laughs> <laughs> what he's been causing him, even though he's on the bench. Yeah, he's been putting everyone off. <laughs> um, uh, not Kepper. Nah. I was gonna say he hasn't he hasn't been that bad. Not <laughs> been that bad. Hugo Lloris. Uh, yeah. Um, International- oh, Pickford. Yeah, you go. Pickford, yeah. Had to be Pickford, yeah. And then Martin Dubravka. Who's, who's Dubravka? Oh, I didn't think he would be there. Newcastle. Is he the- yeah, I thought he was... He's decent, he is, I thought. All right, isn't he? Well, well, he signed a new six-year deal at the start of the season, and now he's, now he's making all the mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got their number. <laughs> yeah, he's mugged them off. But it's quite funny, so... I mean, whether you take this with a, a pinch of salt, because it is coming from Mark Bosnich, but Bosnich was saying about De Gea. What's wrong with Mark Bosnich? Well, he's cooked up, Ross. He's, yeah, he's, he's off his place. Off. <laughs> we'll get done for libel on this podcast, won't we? But yeah, sorry. He, um, he, he, he makes a valid point. He, he's saying about De Gea's positioning and that over the last few years, his actual, the way he sets up shot to uh, stop a shot his feet are kind of like behind him 
So he's going right. to basically fall. He, his body weight is going to fall backwards. So the, the percentages are that he's going to, instead of saving shots, he's going to push them into the goal, which you can kind of see against Spurs. The way that he sets up, if you actually look at the way his, his feet are set, he's already, his body weight shifting backwards. So he's already kind yeah. of pushing it towards the goal. Yeah. He said that's like a basic kind of like fundamental that, like, you know, shouldn't be happening at that level. Yeah. I'll tell you another thing about the hair that I've noticed as well. Like, he, a lot of his saves is with his feet. So he either likes to kick it away or punch it away. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, yeah. he never likes to catch anything. And, and in that Bedwing goal, if you look at the replay, like, the hair's like that. And he's actually like that. He's trying to say, he's, he's punched it, it like, over, over him. He's trying yeah. to punch it. So he doesn't want to catch anything. Yeah, I know he was going with the wrong hand. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny afterwards, Roy Keane, when uh, obviously Everett made a good... Uh, De Gea made a good save after Everett was like, oh, it was a great save. And then Roy Keane's like, oh, he should have caught it. He should have caught it. I know, I know. <laughs> He's like, I know. He like, what, do you think he needs uh, glue on his gloves or something? I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't say it's the best save I've ever seen, but it was a good save, so... Yeah, it was a good save, and he definitely shouldn't have caught it. Like, I know, I know. He's just he's just taking that extra extra mile, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> do we think we should do a little quiz? Yes. Have we got a quiz? Have we got a quiz? Uh, last ten Premier League Golden Boot winners. Ooh. Uh, Ronaldo. Owen. What? Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Last, last ten, yeah. Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane's one. Uh, oh, I see. I see. I think in the world one, like who played the Premier League for, like, right? Okay, Harry Kane. Um, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is one. Just you're lucky. Oh right. Um, Salah. Salah, yet yeah, last year. Mane. Rooney. No, because this year's not finished yet, so... Oh, no, Mane was last year as well, yeah. Yeah, they were joint, weren't they? Yeah. Jimmy Vardy? No. No. Diego Costa? No. Hazard? No. Uh, Van Persie? Yes, correct. Um, no. No. Um, oh, and Ronaldo got one. Yeah, but Shira retired about 15 years prior to that, Rug. Well, I th- well, actually, I think Ronaldo is that one is not actually included because I forgot this year. So. Uh, um. Oh, oh, Aguero. Yeah. Aguero, yeah. Um. Uh. Anelka? Correct. Lukaku? No. Torres? No. Suarez? Yeah. Sturridge? So you're only missing, you're missing 2009-10 and you're missing 10-11, uh, which is two people, so you can get either one. Um... Um, oh, Drogba. Correct, that's 2009-10. And then 10-11. Um, 
Um, they play for a team in red. I'll tell, I'll tell you, two different players, and they both came from the same city. Different clubs yeah. from the same city. Robinho? No. Is the city Manchester? Yeah. You got less than a minute. Rooney, no, not Rooney. No. Shit. Van Nistelrooy? <laughs> no. No. One of the players played for both clubs. Tevez. Tevez. Yes. Tevez. Correct. It was Tevez and Berbatov. Berbatov. Oh. Oh, I want to go. Yeah. Nah. Right. So yeah. on that note, yeah. guys, it's been a pleasure. Actually, yeah, nice one. Have a good Cheers, ev